people tell me that you can't sell books online anymore. And I've sold over 350,000 of Millionaire Success Habits. I had a desire. I had a passion. I had a goal. I'm competitive. I love when people tell me I can't. I love when it doesn't work for other people. I love to find the things that are working and compound the things that are working and stop doing the things that you're not, that don't work. Welcome to the Dean Graziosi Show. All success starts right here. I want to tell you a story. So we mastermind in Iowa, um, uh, Idaho. We landed, I'm sorry, I was thinking two things. We lived in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and then we took helicopters over the mountain to Idaho and went fishing. We went trout fishing. We went to a trout ranch. And it was so unbelievable because we're in this perfect weather up in the mountains. So we'd fish in the morning. We'd go hiking in the morning. We'd go canoeing in the morning. And then in the afternoon, we'd mastermind, right? So I'm trying to give you the picture. I wish I, I should show you some pictures. If you look at my Instagram, there might be still some up. Um, but anyway, so we're having this amazing mastermind. And the first day, uh, we, the second day, we're going to do fishing in the morning and then mastermind at, in the afternoon. So we pair up in twos to do a fishing contest. There's eight different spots where people are fishing, okay? So picture, you know, there's a stream coming off the mountain, a spring-fed stream coming off this massively gorgeous mountain, comes down through the valley, and there's different pockets where you can fish. So there's eight sections, eight spots. So now all of us pair up into twos. So 16 people total. We get into twos. I was with Lewis Howes. If you don't know Lewis, great guy. So he's my partner. So we start fishing, and hole one, we start on hole three. Everybody, it's like a golf match. We're all starting on different holes, right? And we, we get on different holes, and in the beginning of the day, I realize the fish aren't really biting. The first hole, fishing hole we go to, we're doing fly rods. So some of the guys don't know how to use fly rods. Some of them do. I grew up fly fishing uh, when I was a kid. My grandpa, my grandpa taught me. So we're fly fishing, and some of the guys are learning. Lewis learned really fast, and, and we're going. And no fish in the first hole, and I don't hear anybody else catching fish. So every 20 minutes, they blow a whistle, and you go from the hole you're at, and you go to the next one. So you can see the cool competition. Now, I want to give you the ingredients for success. We all had the same fishing rods. We all had the same flies on the end of our rods. We all fished in the same fishing holes. But start thinking about some of the ingredients that make you successful. This is the part that will keep you safe no matter if winter comes or not, the economy changes or not, the stock market crashes, real estate. These are the types of things that make companies thrive in winter. So think about everybody's fishing with all, everyone's equal, right? There's no one, like, same fishing hole, same fishing bait, same rods, same time of day. So we go the first one, fish aren't really biting that much, and everybody's throwing in the rods. Now, what I have, that does not make me better than any of those people there, but what I had particularly is I fished as a kid, but didn't fish for like 20 years, and then, but, a couple of things. Fishing reminds me of my grandfather. So I was a little passionate. My grandfather was one of the most amazing people in my life. He, he died when I was 11, but he taught me so many things before 11. Fishing, hunting, all this great stuff, um, and, and being a good man. He taught me that by the time uh, I was 11, and he passed away. So I have a little bit of passion. Do you need passion in your business to be successful? Heck yeah. You've got to be passionate. You can't hate it. 
if you hate what you do, you might make a check, but you'll, you'll never, it'll never turn into anything magical. You never make an impact on the world. You won't leave a legacy. You'll make a paycheck. At the end of your life, you want to go, hey, I made a paycheck, but I didn't do anything that filled my heart. So find a way. Passion might not be the best word. Your desire, your why, whatever word you want to use. But I was passionate about getting better because it reminded me of being a kid with my grandpa. I had a desire to get better because of that. And I really like fishing. It kind of it just lights me up. Like my phone didn't work there on the ranch. It was amazing. The only thing I could focus on was crystal clear water coming out of a mountain and pools and circles and, and streams and, and casting the fly rod and having it lay in the perfect spot and watching a trout come up and make sure you stick it. It's beautiful. And when we're done, we throw the fish back. Not one fish was hurt during this game. Okay? So the other thing too is I had a goal. I'm really competitive. I pretend like I'm not, but I'm super competitive. I really like to win. I don't kind of like to win. I love to win. So now you're thinking, what has this got to do with me, Dean? I appreciate your trout fishing story. So do you need a strong passion? We talked about that. How about a desire? Of course. And you got to like what you do. And end is a goal. And attaching to goals, if you're a little uh, or a lot um, uh, competitive in a, in a confident way and in a secure way, not a cocky way. Not, I, I would never be like, look, I'm winning. I didn't say a word to anyone. But here's what I want to tell you. When the economy changes, when the, the company's not working, when you tried the marketing, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, produce sales. When you try to get your friends to invest in you, you try to get the first real estate deal and it doesn't work. What most people do is continue to do the same shit over and over and over again, expecting a different result. Isn't that the definition of insanity? So because I had more passion probably than anyone there, because I had a desire and a feeling, it reminded me of my grandpa being a kid. What I started to do, I want you to think about this, I started to recognize what was working and what didn't. Remember, we had the same fishing hole, we had the same stream, same fish that were in that, in that stream, same rods, same bait. But what I started to realize is that by hole three or four, nobody was really catching anything. And I was like, ah, they're not biting. But I'm like, no, there's got to be something different. So I started to realize that when I walked up to the fishing hole, even though the sun reflected and I really couldn't see the fish, sometimes I could, sometimes I couldn't, they could see me because when I had the right glasses on at the right angle and I walked up, I could see the fish scatter. I was like, wow, I look down in a big pool and there's big trout in there like this. They see me and they take off. I'm like, wow, trout are supposed to be the hardest fish to catch. They could see me. What if they didn't see me? So I started learning that. So I started finding ways to hide. I started crawling up to the hole. I started standing behind trees. I started using the fly rod way far back and landing it before they saw me. I also realized <coughs> that when the, when the stream was coming, if there was a rock or a log and the water would, say there's a rock and it would come down and the water would go around and circle, I could see other bugs and stuff circulating there. I'm like, what a perfect spot for a trout. But if you cast right on it while they're looking at you, you can't see them, Nothing but, I watched guys cast there, but what I was doing is going way back and casting upstream and letting my fly float around the rock. Boom, I'd get a hit, right? So I start, so think about that. In business, is it like this trout fishing? 
So many people will try something, tried the Facebook ad, tried the business, tried to call on a real estate deal, tried Amazon, and it's not working, and so many times we'll just do the same thing over and over. My buddies, because they didn't care about it, some of them, some of them did, so my buddies, some of them didn't care, they were just doing the same thing over and over. Nothing, go to the next hole. Nothing, oh, the fish aren't biting. I refuse to believe that the fish weren't biting. I'm just telling you, it doesn't make me any better. I had desire, passion, and a goal, and I'm competitive. So I had a desire to learn. Do you see the difference of just saying, I've tried it, it's not working, compared to a desire and a passion? I was obsessing. I did not believe the fish weren't biting. Even one of the guides go, wow, it's a flat day today. Must, have, must be too warm today. They're staying low. They're not feeding. I would not believe that. Just like when people tell me that you can't sell books online anymore. And I've sold over 350,000 of Millionaire Success Habits. I had a desire. I had a passion. I had a goal. I'm competitive. I love when people tell me I can't. I love when it doesn't work for other people. I love to find the things that are working and compound the things that are working and stop doing the things that you're not, that don't work. Are you doing that in your life, with your relationship, with your business, with your company? Are you compounding the things that work and are you diminishing the things that don't or are you just doing the same thing over and over again in a hypnotic rhythm waiting for one day where it magically works? In most cases it won't. So when the economy changes, if you keep doing the same thing, that's the companies that go out. It worked on the way up and you keep doing the same thing on the way down, it's not going to be. But when you constantly are testing, tweaking, trying, putting the hook out there, waiting for it to come back, all of a sudden you start learning, you start growing, you start figuring out what's working. So now we're almost to the end of the day. I've caught, I've caught quite a few fish, I think more than everybody else. But now I'm on like the seventh out of eighth hole. And she said, we get to the, that hole and there's a guide there and she's an awesome lady and she's like, this hole's a little tough today. I, I don't think the fish are biting here today. And I had already learned a lot and I caught two monster fish out of this. I realized that, another thing, I realized that when the fly lands on the water, it's when they're the most excited. It lands, they see it. Some of them are just like impulsive buyers. Let's just call them impulsive buyers, these trout. <coughs> as soon as the fly lands, they're after it right away. And a lot of times that was happening. I was watching the other guys. They'd land, a fish would come up, and then they'd start fishing. You have to be ready the second it hits. So what I realized is if I could fly, catch the fly rod and land it in the perfect spot, as soon as it lands, first little bubble, not a hard pull, a little tug. All right, so now I'm on the final hole. This final hole is gorgeous. The most fish anybody caught out of that hole for the prior days, each time a new team would go there, was one. Lewis and I get to this hole. It's got the biggest trout. Everybody says this, the trout live in this area really big. And um, damn, I wish I could pull up a picture. Hey, Mike, yeah. if I send you a picture, could you put it up on the screen or no? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you guys the fish I caught there. Um, sorry, you could tell this is live, right? Let's see. Mike, I'm going to send this to you right now, okay? Yep. Um, Mike Morabi. And you're like, why this fishing? You're, you're going to see how it all ties together. So I get to this last hole. And by the time I get to the last hole, that's eight holes, I had learned that you can't walk up on it. If you walk up, they all see you and they move away. You can't walk up on them. So I'm not walking up on them. I learned that if you cast way upstream and let the fly run down the stream like a normal fly and it goes around a rock or a log or something, a current, and it gets in this slow spot, 
There's a trout there almost every time and he's gonna hit it immediately and you gotta be ready because trout are so smart. I realize that when they bite, if they taste the metal, they'll spit it out. So if, if they bite and spit it out and then you pull, you miss it, you pull air. So what I realized is I had to keep the line taut, right? So if I had slack and I pulled it, what happens? I pull the slack in. So now I learned that if it's taut and it goes around the thing, as soon as I feel a tug, dink, a little tug, I get the fish. I realized that as soon as I land it, <coughs> in more of a flat area. As soon as I land and, and something comes, I got to pull right away. I also learned that in certain areas I could see the fish. If I got at the right angle with my sunglasses on, I could see if one was coming up and a lot of trout will come up, open their mouth, literally take a fly. They open their mouth and they go like this and they don't even bite it ever. Maybe they hit the string, right? So what I realized, if I could see that as soon as they got here, if I gave it a tug, I'd hook them. Long story short, the last hole, no more than one trout was caught out of that hole. I caught 12 trout in that last hole, and I'm going to show you a picture here in a little bit. Now, what does that lesson mean? Are you guys, tell me if you're getting the lesson of business, the lesson of handling a turned economy, a turned stock market, a turned real estate market, is most people get in a hypnotic rhythm, they get in a groove. A lot of my buddies who didn't give two shits about fishing, right? They were there for the mastermind and they, they enjoyed the outside but not fishing. What they did is they took the fly rod, they put the fly out, reeled it in, nothing. Put it back out there, reeled it in, nothing. 12 different holes. And some of them caught one or two fish all day. I caught 27. But the first three holes I barely caught. Any, the first, one, two, and three, I caught one fish between hole one, two, and three. But the bait didn't change. The fish didn't change. The rod didn't change. What I was doing, and I'm pounding this into your head, because if what you're doing is not working, it's like hitting your thumb with a hammer over and over and going, wow, it hurts every time I hit it. But you keep hitting it. If you're running your relationship, your business, the new business you want to start, you're trying something that maybe somebody told you would work and you're trying and trying, it's not working. I want you to be consciously aware. I want you to think of this fishing story for the rest of your life. Because fishing on Facebook, fishing on Instagram, fishing in retail, fishing in direct mail, fishing in outbound phone calls, fishing in retail on the side of the street, it's all fishing. What is the hook? I knew what bait to use, but the bait wasn't enough. So if the bait's not enough, what other marketing do you have to do? What do you have to figure out like I did? I was finding out that just casting it, I found out that me walking up to the stream didn't work. It was scaring the fish. So I never walked up, but I realized if I hid and kneeled, I get more. So what I did more of is crawling and kneeling. The guys are making fun of me, literally because I'm like hiding, fishing, but I'm catching the fish. And they're like, that looked silly, but he's catching and I'm actually... They were fishing, I was catching, okay? So what are you doing that you're still walking up to the stream scaring the fish away? What are you still doing leaving slack in the line and every time a fish bites you miss it and go, oh, why did I miss that one? Because you didn't realize that leaving slack in the line is wrong, do less of that. Leaving the line taut is get you more fish, do more of it. I say this because Sometimes business, if you're not where you want to be in your own business, if you're not where you want to be with the income you want, the connections you have, the, the freedom that you have, sometimes we'll blame a million things or we'll think it's this bigger thing that you're unaware of. And a lot of times it's not. A lot of times it's our habits. Oh, it's a millionaire success. A lot of times it's our habits. 
It's what we're doing on a steady basis. It's not altering, it's not adjusting, it's not maneuvering. Listen, I am working nonstop always to get people to get my book. I am, I market obsessively, obsessively. You know why? We have over 350,000 books have been shipped and put in people's hands. Go online and try to find, if you read my book, you know what I'm talking about. You can't find someone who read my book who doesn't say it's amazing. You'll find people that say, ah, you're a loser, you're trying to sell a book, it's not really free, it's probably shit, what's it better than any other book, or you don't need a book to make money. Like, I hear all that stuff, I'm thick-skinned. Now, if I was, people were reading it and going, oh my God, I read your book, it's horrible, I would take that, I wouldn't take it personal, I would take it and go find out how I can make it better. But I market nonstop, and I'll, I'll create an ad. Maybe you've seen an ad where I'm standing in front of my house in New York, the house I grew up in as a kid that had no heat except for our little, you know, little bathroom. We had electric heater, but not heat in the whole house. I'll do whatever it takes, but like that ad, it was unbelievable. I mean, I think it's at 15 million views for that ad, and then all of a sudden that ad just dies, and that's not working anymore, and then I gotta try something else, then I'll go teach, uh, Teach for a 15-minute video. I am never ending creating new content, new videos, and new ways to market to attract people to an amazing book because I know I can change your life. So many times, maybe you, if you want to start a business, have a business that's running, you get so passionate about what you want to create and what you want to sell or what you want to put in people's life that... You don't obsess on the taut line. You don't obsess on sneaking up to the hole. You don't obsess of realizing that when you first land the hook is the best time to catch the fish. You don't realize that the fish almost do when they back away, that's the time to hook them. If you're not looking at that in your business and doing more of that and less of the shit that doesn't work, that's when you feel like, oh, other people get successful. How did they get lucky? That's when you feel envy. That's when you feel jealous of other people. It's like, how'd they get rich? I did the same exact thing. No, you didn't. Listen to me. I'm using this silly fishing analogy because we all, have, everybody that was on that trip was an A player badass. I am no smarter, probably a lot less smart than most of the people in that group. All powerful, all changing the world, best selling authors, touching the lives of millions of people, smart as heck. We are all equal. The only difference was I had a passion, I had a desire, I had a goal, I was competitive because fishing was something I did as a kid, and I obsessed just like in my business. Do, 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 this is working. Do, 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 that's not. Less of this, more of this. Is this sinking in? Give me a, give me a yes or a thumbs up if this is sinking in and you're understanding this. And it, or if you recognize it in your, um, if you recognize it in your life. Do you recognize that you're doing this in your life? Where do you need to think of this fishing story and start recognizing some of the shit you're doing is not working? And think about it in your own life. Right? Think about this in your own life. What are you doing in your own life that's not working? Hanging out with a couple negative friends that always bring you down. Going to grab cocktails at five o'clock on a Friday but you end up drinking too long and man, you waste the whole day Saturday because you're hungover. You're in a relationship that you're not fixing and you're not leaving. You're just in a freaking hypnotic rhythm of, of, a, of a shit relationship for back, lack of a better word because you don't have the desire or you're not, you're not putting the effort in to make it great and, and get the right help and the counseling but you're not willing to have the, the nerve to leave it so you're just kind of hovering. What the hell are you doing this for? Why are you watching me? Life's too short. At the end of our lives, are we gonna say, I'm glad I just fished and just put it out there and I caught a fish once in a while? No, you wanna catch. You wanna, listen, here's the difference. I had the most amazing experience fishing. 
Some of the guys were like, ah, it's kind of boring because they were fishing. They weren't catching. I was pulling in big trout every, every three minutes. Like, oh, fish on. And people were like, what the hell? Everybody asked what bait I had. Everybody asked what was different. You know. As always, our podcast is free. We don't even sell advertising space. So how you could pay us back is by helping other people get this information in their hands. So if you enjoyed today's podcast, go ahead and take a second and rate and review the show and tell a friend, heck, take a snapshot and put it on your Instagram. It's the best way for you to help other action takers get the knowledge they need to live into their full potential. And if you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe now to get access to new episodes three times a week. And as always, you can go to the description for this podcast and check out the special links I shared with you to take your success, freedom, and abundance to a whole nother level.